Good morning. Good morning. It is Wednesday, 10.35. We are live. I have Brody home with me today. And I'm going to invite... We are going to get started. Got some wild, wild hair. Wild hair. Good morning. Can you see me? I can't. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm hoping oh. that this works. Okay. Hi. Hello. Oh, look at you and your Stevie. Gorgeous. I know. I, I, I decided to be like rockerish. I even have my Eric Clapton coffee mug. Oh, look at you. I do not even have a coffee with me this morning. Running a little bit behind. Today did not start out as as we would plan, but here we are. We're making it happen. Good morning. We love that you love our lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I am just super pumped that you're even here because I was going to have to do this by myself. We were thinking that, that she might be doing this by herself, but you know, Brody is doing his thing. He's probably going to interrupt us a couple times. Fine. And it is what it is. Yeah. So how about I start our music? Because I'm ready. Do it. All right. So what is this episode six? It is. Episode six. Welcome to another conversation with myself, Raina, and Kathy. We're a mother-daughter duo. Always screw that up. You got <laughs> just sharing, We're just sharing our an inside look at our everyday conversations. They usually take a deep dive, come up for air forget where we're going, twists and turns, seeing shiny lights, and back again. So welcome. We have no sense of direction. It's true. It is one, true. one day we'll do a, maybe a podcast about direction. Yeah, and share our many stories of getting lost together. It's, but it's you know what? Fun. It's always an adventure. Hi, Leah. To, you know what? Today is going to be about music. Uh, and yeah. kind of the soundtracks of our lives, which um, I have to tell you, that I actually... sounds very Bette Midler-ish to say. But it's boo boo. <laughs> I left a cupboard open in my kitchen. Anyway, There's sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Anyway, um, music. <laughs> yeah. So. We, we just, we were talking about it and I kind of happened on, um, it was Women's History Month. It is Women's History Month. And we were kind of looking at, still is March seems long. Does it seem long to anyone else? Like, I feel like it's June. <laughs> the weather's maybe not Maybe we're just all having a little PTSD from the fact that last March was when we entered into this insane... Yeah, world of pandemic life right right unbelievably crazy and so we did we were talking and i said you know man there are so many women and canadian women in history that like influenced our lives but then when we started talking about it it ended up 
<laughs> so excited for spring break. Yay. Yes. I don't know if everyone else is. For me, I have mixed feelings. I, mixed feelings every, for me. Every day is a break. But um, so when we got it talking about it, it was, I mean, we had Canadian women in there, but there's so many other musicians and music that's influenced us. And so we just kind of, yeah. it's going to be all like, over the place. Yeah. And I like, I just remember growing up and music being such a huge part of everything that we did. We always mm -hmm. had music playing and we always had dance parties going and like things like we're, we're going to get into the theme cleaning. My mother is a very smart woman to get us to clean. Now, I don't know how much cleaning actually got done, but the cleaning, yeah. I, the, the cleaning, um, uh, tools were great props for yes. what we were trying to achieve. We also would, we would dress up. We would dress up. And, oh, okay, she's saying, my boys and I need a self-care week with no schedules. Right there. Yep. You know what? See, embracing the possibilities. And I think that's great. No schedules. If you're not dancing or singing, you're not You know what that just made me think of? Do you remember when Leah, I don't know if you still do this, Leah, but you used to post the best dance party videos of you and sweet Charlie. Sometimes she does I used still. I love yeah. watching those. Yeah. Um, Charlie, so music... Charlie sings in the shower. It is amazing. It's the best Good song. Do it. The acoustics are amazing. If you doubt your singing abilities, just hop on into a hot shower and just belt it out. Or in the car, or yourself. in the car. Yes, the car. Yes. And one of the things about, okay, can we just, this just popped into my head and we're going to need to talk about this because lip syncing, I think, runs deeply in our blood. And it is something that I truly believe should become some sort of competition or there well, could be like a be? show surrounding it. It, it Listen, used to be. It used let me finish be. my train of thought before I lose it. Okay. I'm not trying to get short with you. I am just trying to stay focused. Listen, so when I was younger, remember Taylor Dane? Yeah. I gave, okay, so I really commit. I was like, I thought I, I actually did have my first, my first 15 minutes of fame. Yes, Brody. You want to watch a movie? I'll let you fill in the blanks on that. I'm just going to set Brody up with a movie. Talk, so, talk amongst yourself. I think you might have wore your, um, your, your, uh, <laughs> your bell bottoms. Actually, I think, I think it committed I think to the was, fashion. Oh, man, that might have been right around the same time. Petawawa, it was, right? It was, to it was in Petawawa. It, took it was a lip-syncing battle, and you picked uh, Tell It to My Heart, I believe, by <laughs> Taylor Dane. And you did, you committed with everything, every fiber of your being. It was, it was eventful. Uh, and I, I, I can remember bits of it and maybe some of it had blocked out. And I'm not even sure. Yeah, right. I'm not 100% sure. But music definitely runs as a huge theme in our family. And she was talking about theme house cleaning. And um, we sometimes would dress up. Uh, Jill, my youngest, absolutely despised it. She would sit and pout. She really just wanted to get the uh, work done. But um, the other two, 
yes, music creates memories. The other two were full on, let's, let's uh, do this. And my favorite memory and something I want my children to do at my, my celebration of life is to sing I'm Every Woman by Whitney Houston with Shaka Khan. And Sarah, if you're watching this one day, please forgive me, but so Sarah did the lead and Raina did the best background vocals. I'm talking about the theme house cleaning when we did, I finished that thought when we did I'm Every Woman. And I literally, there's never a time that I don't laugh so hard I can't breathe um, because <laughs> of the commitment on, on both your parts and the talent, the talent. So anyway, now we'll go back to Taylor Dane and tell it to my heart. Can you oh man, that, that song, that song is just so near and dear to my heart. Really, really my revs my engine. I don't know what, <laughs> it stirs up all the feels within me and I just need to express myself, but I can't sing. <laughs> I can't sing the way that I, that I would really like to. But I remember I was in the newspaper. Yep, yep. I wish we had the clipping. I know, we should have the clip. I'm so sorry, I have to turn the volume up for my son. One okay, second. yeah, see, and I, I'm pretty sure we did have the clipping, but I'm a, we moved around so much that gosh knows where it is. But she, she yeah, she was famous. She was famous in Petawawa. Oh, that is beautiful. So, you know what? She's gonna come back, so I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start something. Okay. Uh, yeah, you were famous, and maybe we should reach out to the Pembroke um, paper and see if we get that that photo of you. Um, oh my gosh, we should. <laughs> or maybe we shouldn't. I don't know. I, would, would that have been the time that I also had just two single brackets? On the top and the bottom? <laughs> no, I didn't have anything on the bottom. I did oh. have a bumper, but I only had two braces for my two front teeth, which are now. No, I feel like it might've been before. I feel like it might've been before that. Okay. But if we're going to talk about um, some, like we'll get to certain things, but all right, Wainwright and the performances that you would put on you and your sister and friends. <laughs> yeah. And we would dress you, up. You would choreograph dances. Yeah. Sarah was a very, um, she ran a tight ship for her dancers and her choreography had to be on point or you would hear about it. Like <laughs> Again, Barbie. I'm sorry because Sarah's not here to defend herself, but <laughs> she ran a tight ship and you had to keep up or there would be hell to pay. And and you really wanted to be a star, like you. you I really did. I wanted to be famous. Like my dream, <laughs> I had a dream <laughs> that, <laughs> that one day I would be like famous. Like I would be like a triple threat. Like I would be an actress, a singer, a dancer. Like I was gonna do all the things. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that dream. I probably saw something else shiny and then six other things. And here I am today. Who knows? Who knows? Life got in the way. You became a basketball player and, you know, whatever. You were like... Riding we horses. We moved to an acreage. That's exactly it. Uh, well, it's funny because I had similar aspirations. <laughs> but I lived 
I lived in a little town called Moose Jaw. <laughs> and you know, I love Moose Jaw. It's a little bit of a tragic story, but uh, I mean, back in those days, we had um, tape machines. They called them like <laughs> cassette players. Cassette. I, I'm not 100 percent sure if it was a cassette player. If they had them Take in the that. 70s, in the early 70s, I didn't have a Walkman. I think it might have had. I don't know. Anyway, um, but you know who I loved? I loved who? so much because uh, I was going through this and I'm like, okay, who are my influences? And uh, my sister was a huge influence in my music before my teen years because when I became a teenager, my sister had already left. She left before I was a teenager. She was, she's way older than me. She's old. <laughs> but she was a huge influence. So left to my own devices, I grew a great attachment to Kenny Rogers and the Gambler. I knew all the words to the album. You gotta know when to fold them. Know when to hold them. Know when to walk away. Know when to run. He, did, well, he wasn't a lounge singer, but I just made it that. You just went there. And you know, I recorded myself singing. Um, she needed me, I think. Or is that the one she, I can't believe it's you. I can't believe it's true. I needed you, and you were there. So I recorded myself, and my parents saved that recording and brought it out and played it for John. While I was so horrified, I was like, I was 18. I'm like, uh, at a Christmas gathering. Yeah, they were mocking the heck out of me. But I used to just sing into my little Bye. microphone and just... Everything and then Islands in the Stream was in the eighties, and that just like pretty much undid me. Uh, it's in my head right now. Has anybody got that going through their head right now? <laughs> Islands Anyone? in the Stream, him and Dolly. Yes, yeah. I love Dolly. I'm not a, I'm, I wasn't a country fan, or I no. thought I was more more rock. But um, yeah, so my my childhood. Um, songs were like um, Elton John and This Is Your Song because nobody, I didn't have any boyfriends and the music that would be playing in the background, <laughs> the music that would be playing in the background, I would be singing with my whole heart yes. alone on the floor while everyone else was making out. <laughs> oh, mom, listen, I was there with you at a different time. I, a different time. So many albums. You know, let's talk, let's bring, let's bring Janet Jackson into oh. the picture for a moment. Her mm -hmm. saucy album. Crap, I can't remember what it's called. The Red one Nation? where she was like, no, one, no, that one's a really good album, but she did like a softer one that was like super about like love and heartbreak. And she was like, it's a great cover. Ugh, I can look sorry. it up. I can look it up on my iTunes right here. Keep going. Yeah, Janet yeah, Jackson. But Janet Jackson, I remember singing all those songs. And I remember at that time, I don't know if it was the 90s or what it was, but the, um, the, the lengths of songs were so much longer. <laughs> and the lyrics, so complex. And just oh really my goodness. emotional, yes. you know? And I remember singing. It wasn't nasty. Janet. And you remember, like, the thing I miss about CDs is I used to take my CD, I would, I would buy my CD, oh, HMV, and like, okay. So I would buy my CD, I would 
I loved looking at everything to do with it. Like I would take the yes. booklet out, read all the lyrics, try to like memorize everything, look at all the pictures and just like really go on this journey of trying to understand the artist and like where they were coming from and what might have happened in their life. And it was like a big deal. Like it was like a sit down thing and you would go through the whole CD, you would listen to the whole thing. It was well, like a, a journey. You know? The album is called Janet. And she's yeah, like, she, yes. yeah. And she's just like this without wearing, like, she's just like naked from the shoulders up. Yeah. And she had like these insane abs and she was just like, well, like she's yeah. always just been so gorgeous. That's the way love like, goes. That's the way love goes. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, yeah. So was, like, in my day, thing. in my day, youngin, um, we used to have albums and they brought them yes. back. They brought them back and that was exactly it going through the albums and looking at all the pictures and having all the lyrics and just like learning all the words and it just meant something and then like your interpretation of it right like you'd be like oh man this oh. it was like i wrote this song this applies directly it's like they know you it's right like now. they're in your head and okay so i'm going to talk about an artist that you don't want to talk about, but I'm going to talk about her because you know what? I was, I was born in 1961 and this woman is a Canadian treasure. She is. She is a Canadian treasure. And, and I had people and if you. I'm not trying to be a jerk. No, no. But I had people and it used to make me mad because I didn't think she was that attractive. But now when I look at it, I'm like, okay, I can see that I looked very much like her. And, and I was like, yeah, it just have, there's a, the picture that you posted, if you look at a young version of me, we kind of That's did true. the same. So the woman that I'm talking about is Canada's songbird, the writer and vocalist of Snowbird, Anne Murray. Anne Murray, I used to watch her on Tommy Hunter, who was a Canadian musician. And I loved her. She used to sing in bare feet. She was very cool. Well, maybe cool. I just need to learn more about her. I just Exa remember exactly. seeing her when she was like, when there was like some sort of unspoken rivalry between her and Rita McNeil. And she was older. Like, and I just like, didn't get um, like between um, Christina, Christina Aguilera and, and, and Brittany. Like, come on. It, they started it. They That's started true. it. So... I just want to read you a few lyrics from Snowbird. Beautiful. Beneath the snowy mantle, cold and clean. She's an amazing lyricist. The unborn grass lies waiting for its coat to turn to green. The snowbird sings the song it always sings and speaks to me of flowers that will bloom again in spring. When I was young, my heart was young then too. And anything it would tell me, that's the thing that I would do. But now I feel such emptiness within. For the thing that I want most in life is the thing that I can't win. So spread your tiny wings and fly away. And take the snow back with you where you came from on that day. The one I love forever <laughs> is untrue. Oh, and I if do I know could, that you know that I would fly away with you. Oh, if I could, you know that I would fly. Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, that was heartbreak. That was yeah, and, and I think. <laughs> 
Oh, my hat's squeezing my head. Stevie's. I think for me, <laughs> the Canadian equivalent for me in my time was Alanis Morissette. It was another jagged little pill. The CD was like coveted. It was on in our house a lot. It was, yes. And I remember, I think Alanis Morissette was actually my first concert, I think. I went with, yeah, with someone from uh, my high school, obviously. Um, But I remember just being like, just moved like I've never been moved by her. She really shook up the scene. Remember that? um, She was was a powerful woman. The You Ought to Know video? Yeah, yeah. I remember, like, also, we need to touch on, like, music videos and how pivotal and important those were with the whole package of the CD and the artist and the story, like, the videos. MTV was always on Much Music Canada. Yeah? More pretzels. I'm here. Um, but yeah, I remember that that video just really changed things because she was talking about things that women didn't really exactly. talk about, you know, yeah. and she was just like, I don't know, I think she was just a really big breath of fresh air for women at that time who were so tired of not being heard and um, not being able to share their experiences and their feelings and the things that they go through in a real way with like not being told like you're, Oh, you're, you're just overly emotional. You're too sensitive. And you know, all those things. Like, I think she just really changed things with the honesty. Yeah. She was, she was, um, I think a trailblazer, but, but you know what, if you look back in, even in history, and I mean, um, Janis Joplin, um, there were women that were, were doing things and, and, and singing things that, that were not, um, deemed as, oh, this is like feminine. Uh, but I loved Alanis Morissette. I love the fact that when I think of influencers, like people who influence my music taste, um, my parents did, my sister did, my kids, you guys totally. Like with Serena Ryder, Fiona mm-hmm. Apple. I mean, there's yes. a lot of angst going on with three teenage Lisa girls. Lisa Loeb. Oh, and, yes. Yeah. And I remember right. too, I had a, like, there's just so many, there's so many that we could talk about that are so important, but it, yeah, they're like, and I remember too, like with definitely Sarah, my older sister influenced oh, so many she has such things good taste in music. for me because she has such good taste in music. And, you know, those of you who, who know us, or maybe those of you who don't know us, <laughs> poor Sarah always had uh, a very loud shadow. Yeah. Somebody who just desperately wanted to do everything that my older sister did, right? And so a lot of my- Hold please. Hold please. I'm gonna gonna share a little story about parenting in that regard. So I was, Sarah was five before I let her out of the backyard. And we lived on an army base, and we had the, the yard fenced in. It wasn't a big yard, but we had, we had a sandbox, we had swings, we had a pool, we had everything you wanted in a backyard. 
um, and her little sister, who turned three. <laughs> I'm letting Sarah go out, and I'm, like, waving at her, and I'm like, Mommy's going to be in the backyard. You go have fun. Don't go. Like, this is as far as you can go. And I was, like, terrified. And you, like, are running. Running and, like, jumping on the fence. It was a chain-link fence hanging. Scream crying. Well, that lasted for probably, and I'm not going to say that I, no, it wasn't even that long. I'm like, you know what? Hey, Sarah, can you watch your sister? Because <laughs> I got the baby here, and you guys will be good. So. <laughs> Always at her heels. Always at her heels, whether she liked it or not. She took over from me. Yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, she was a musical. She did influence my music a lot, and she was just Oh, she's always just been so cool and always liked the best music. So I was always stealing her CDs, um, getting in a little bit of trouble for it. Again, that's just sisters, right? With clothes and things. Like, is that my shirt? Are you, did you just take that shirt from my closet? Where did you get that from? You know, those types of situations. Yeah. Well, I can tell you my sister, um, who like I've already established is quite a bit older than me. Um, when I was growing up in the 60s, um, I just remember her having like white go-go boots and they're back in now, but she was, I was just going like, to say, didn't we just and, talk about white boots when and we were in fishnet stockings? Like she, like, man, she was cool. And she was, she had the middle part. And I mean, I'm like an eight year old and she's 16 and I'm just like, so the soundtrack of my life began with her soundtrack. And you know what that was? It was the Beatles. Yeah. Um, and I mean, she would play those songs over and over and over, which I, I did as well when I found out my own kind of music that I liked. And Jesus Christ Superstar. It was on like repeat. I didn't even know who Jesus was, but that, that Andrew Lloyd Webber musical, like was yeah. Mary Magdalene well, singing, her, I can't even remember what the song was. It was like, um, oh gosh, I think I have it on my Musicals were a huge yes. thing for us growing up too. Like I remember we watched The Sound of Music, Fiddler on the Roof, we yes. watched Grease, um, Greece, watched, Greece. Right? We, I remember we went through, when we were in our Drossen, so junior high, we went through a pretty big phase of watching Greece quite frequently over and over again. And it was no. obviously because of you. And then that was from also, my child. Like, I played volleyball. We warmed up to Greece. Like, I still love that movie. Still love it. I still have a really special place in my heart for musicals. I love musicals. Well, um, remember, we were very much into uh, the Phantom, Phantom of the Opera. I was going to see it. So I got the CD. You and did. whenever we were in the car, which I'm we were in the car a lot. I'm pretty sure you had a sweatshirt yes, as well. Yes. I had a sweatshirt the, and a mug. I had a sweatshirt. You did have a mug. Yes, you did. I always, I have band shirts. I always get band uh, shirts, yes. band shirts and, and mugs if I can. Um, but, oh, my Weird. gosh. So we all... Knew the, knew words all the words to all the songs. So all if you them. ever saw us driving, it'd be like, like in in the car, just doing yeah. these like dramatic reenactments of scenes. 
I, I had never seen that I was committed to. Oh, I loved it. I remember going to that. It was a very dear friend who had always wanted to see it. And I bought tickets for us. Funny story. I'm going to tell this because yes, of course tell that's what it. we do. So Pam and I, uh, I knew, I'm like, she wants, yes. She wanted to see this. So we went, we went to Ottawa. We lived in Petawawa. So we drove to Ottawa and we went and we got, um, well, we had bought dresses and the dresses we bought were flowy. But when we took them out of what we were wearing, they were like all crinkled up and we were going to the theater. So we, oh couldn't, we couldn't go to the theater like with these dresses all wrinkled. So we asked, we went into, I think it was the Gap and asked if we could use their steamer. And we needed to get, we bought pantyhose because we needed to wear pantyhose back in those days. Well, at that point in time, I was a little bit fuller. Oh, I probably am about the same size as I was back then. But anyway, pantyhose. Um, so we got the ones that, well, they weren't the most expensive, but they seemed to have a, a tight seam around the oh. mid thigh. I don't know why it dug in, but anyway, I got them on. And I'm in the dressing room because they're steaming our dresses. We didn't have to steam them. They, they steamed them for us. They were so kind. And Pam is in the other one, and she's a bit fuller, too, because she had been on steroids. Um, so she had had some, uh, some health issues. So anyway, we are in the change room looking in the mirror, and I'm like, this is hell. This is what hell is going to be like. I am going to be standing dressing looking room in light. a mirror. Yeah, <laughs> looking in a mirror with a bra, my underwear, and a pair of nylons that are digging into my, two, my, my, my uh thighs. Thigh muffin top. And it was like agony, but we got the dresses and off we went. I'm sure I ran those hose. I hate pantyhose. Anyone who loves them, good for you, but I do not like them. Oh man, they're and prisons. We, we went to, I got tickets and they were really close to the front and I got tickets and we could feel the heat of the candelabra. Like it, when the, it, it fell, we could feel the heat. It was like, my gosh, it was so amazing. And she loved it. It was like a beautiful memory. So that musical, it will always, always hold a special place in my heart. And you guys got to benefit from it. Yes, very much so. You, but... Yes, we lived vicariously through you in reenactment. Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Car karaoke. Ask you... Yeah, oh yes. Okay, so I'm going to ask you a question. What is your favorite genre of music <sighs> that is really tough can it for vary me. it can vary like throughout yeah your entire I, mean, life? I mean it has definitely changed over time and it depends on what i'm feeling that day so i don't have one to be honest i i definitely don't dabble often in country music it's just not my thing or like yeah. heavy metal or anything like that I that just um honestly it just it's not my thing but I love everything from like pop music to um like indie alternative punk I, I went through a punk phase um and I love rap and I love hip-hop and I love like electronic I love so many different things so I can't I, I can't pick a favorite I won't do it what about you um well I have to think like I 
I I like easy I liked easy listening, but I also <laughs> liked kind of heavy duty rock, which I didn't really realize I did, because I mean I had influences like my sister's boyfriends who listened to Ted Nugent, um, uh, Foreigner. Uh, I don't know if Foreigner would be considered heavy duty rock and roll, but um, uh, anyway, so I listened, and then disco was huge. Like Donna Summers was like. MacArthur's Park, uh, she was like a huge influence. I was the queen of disco. I could dance and I would like literally be invited. This is how cool I was. <laughs> In Moose Jaw, I was invited to my parents', parents', my parents' parties. And I would teach them how to disco dance. Yeah. Um, and then I, I got, um, I really like singer-songwriters. I love singer-songwriters. Yeah. Um, but I still really like rock music. And the reason I do is because I, I delved into doing something that scared the absolute bejeepers yes. out of me, garage band. Yes. This lady and right here has some pipes. She has some beautiful pipes on her. She can sign. I sing. like to sing, um, and it, I didn't even realize that I like. I was singing stuff. I like. I, I mean, I was singing. Oh gosh, who was I singing? I was singing. Um, oh, you were talking about her, um, Black Velvet. Uh, Black Velvet and oh, Alana, Alana, Alana Miles. Yeah, Alana Miles. I can't remember. I was stuff we were like that. Anyway, and Marshall, and then yes. we started talking about Black Velvet. Black Velvet, Black Velvet. Alana anyway, Miles, you're right. So yeah, I so I really I really do like rock, but I'm getting a, a kind of a a little bit of a a love on with a little bit of country. Like I like Keith Urban. I like good guitar players. Um, yeah, and I love Pink. She's not country, but she does a song with him. Um, yeah. And I love, I love I love Ellie King. I love Ellie King. She is a little bluesy, a yes. little rock, and she also did a song with um, Miranda Lambert, Drunk. Marvel Universe. Lego Marvel. Hey, Brody. So I just really, I, I like, I'm an eclectic music listener, and I also really love worship music. I'm a worshiper. Hi, Brody. Brody, do you want to say? <laughs> Yeah, you're, I'm sure you're feeling terrible. There you go. Which one? So, my, my country music love came from Penny Rogers and ended up here. I like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. I actually, there you go. I am with you on that. I used to really resist my love. For Taylor Swift and now I just openly openly love her very much she is incredible okay, now songwriter she and is she totally is and I, I actually think I think she's a pretty good singer okay so yeah. can you name off I, I actually wrote down most of the concerts I went to but I wasn't I didn't even want to talk about this person because I was a little bit like you said you kind of like embarrassed my very first concert was when I was 13 and how can I be embarrassed I lived in Moose Jaw Saskatchewan um, it was oh Edward girl. Edward Bear I don't Edward know Bear is. and you're like who the heck is that and honestly you guys whoever's listening um, and Edward Bear is under one hit wonders and why was he in a school gym? Uh, well, there you go, in Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan. 
Well, the song is the last song. And I think it was his last song. <laughs> hey, Faradat. So I, I did love him. I loved, um, I loved Diana Ross. I mm. loved, um, I didn't go to, I didn't get to see her in concert, but um, my music was all over the place. But the concerts that I went to, I saw um, John Mellencamp. I saw Tina Turner. Oh, yes. Um, we used to do a lot of car I loved her. I loved your saxophone player more than anything. Tina. Ooh, that just made me remember Kenny G. We went through right? a phase oh my gosh. with um, Kenny G as well and Michael Bolton. Let's not oh my forget. God. Yes, I loved Michael Bolton. <laughs> you did. <laughs> oh, Justin Bieber. I love Justin Bieber too. Um, so too. John Mellencamp, uh, Van Morrison, mm -hmm. um, Bruce Springsteen, mm -hmm. Bob Seger, mm -hmm. uh, the Eagles, Tom Petty, um, Paul them. Simon, Peter Gabriel and Sting, Jan Arden, Celine Dion, Janet Jackson, um, Michael Buble, and um, Justin Timberlake. Did you come to Beyonce with me or was that? Beyonce, yes. And remember, oh my gosh, we were all so tired. We're like, yeah. hurry up and get to all the single ladies, all the single ladies. Right? The Eagles was so good. I Listen. I loved every second of that Beyonce I, concert. I did. Um, so I've, I've gone to a lot of concerts, but what concerts yeah. were your faves? Oh, man. I've been to a lot as as well. Um, and I think it's important to also note that, like, your relationships also have, like, a uh, huge... Oh, BTO. Bachman <laughs> Turner Overdrive Queen. Yes. Um, what was I saying? I don't your know. relationships. Sorry. Oh, relationships. So my husband, Jay, we've been together for a long time, like almost 18 years. And I remember being introduced to music I had never even considered before. A lot I had. Like he, at the time, I remember he listened to like Stevie Wonder. Um, and I love Stevie Wonder. I know. I know. He cute, but yeah. he, he introduced me to like Ben Harper and started my love affair with Ani DeFranco. Oh, yes. I love. Um, and he actually took me to see her in Banff. He surprised me when we first started dating. He swept me away to Banff to go to a concert um, to see Ani DeFranco, and that was incredible. Um, he also introduced me to the Folk Fest. Yes, I, I, I remember going and seeing Johnny Lang, who I love again. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, that's when we saw so, Van Morrison like, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, and I was exposed to so many different types of music and artists that aren't like within like the mainstream that you would probably get, um, you know, exposure to uh, otherwise. And it was like this whole different, so it was a lot of folk music and yeah, singer songwriters that um, weren't mainstream. And it was really cool. And I, I loved exploring that and and being exposed to different artists. And he has such a, he loves music, like lives yes. and breathes. Yes, and we music. have actually him and your dad have very um, similar tastes, like albums that Jay has, and how I remember being at Folk Fest the first time and um, going on a Sunday morning, and they had like a gospel hour. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. sitting on the hill, and there was this little old, little old lady, just with the, so much soul. So I, I don't know what her name was, but I was like, oh, my gosh. I just, yeah. and you know what? It just made me think of, um, 
gosh, what? Oh, I saw Johnny Lang in concert and he had um, a woman open for her and she's 78, 78 years old and I cannot remember her name. Um, but you could conti continue on okay. with Folk Fest and I will try to figure out what her name is. Yeah, so Folk Fest, like I've, I've gone quite a few years and volunteered throughout doing the Nighthawks, which yeah. if anybody knows me, it's torture for me because you have to stay up all night. Um, and, oh uh, yeah, I remember that. You. Yeah, and I'm not a natural Nighthawk. I mean, no. Um, but anyways, it was worth it because the music was incredible. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I've been to so many concerts and of course I'm having trouble thinking of them right now. I've been to see uh, John Mayer a couple mm -hmm. of times, which once with, with Sarah and uh, once with Jay and he's incredible. I really, really like his music and he's an incredible guitarist. Um, and uh, we went to the Dixie Chicks, which was also like the Dixie Chicks were... Yes. Um, an incredible Chicks, another yeah. band that like during my high school days were a great outlet for me let's just say I, that I remember one of your friends had an extra ticket and needed to sell it and I had I didn't even listen to the Dixie Chicks and I went and it was like oh the tea party <laughs> I, love I was like the tea party <laughs> I used to go to Edge Fest and that was the, all that time with all those, yeah, uh, Edge Fest. Um, my first time uh, crowd surfing where I oh really Oh my gosh, I didn't myself. do any of that. Can I, okay, so I remembered who it was. It's Mavis Staple. Oh, yes. From the Staple oh Singers. And she did a song with, is it Hoser? Hauser? Can't yeah. remember. Um, uh, I don't know. She is, she, she's got this really rich, deep voice. And that woman at Folk Fest reminded me of her, and maybe it was her, I don't know. But she was just amazing. Um, I love that. I, I love music. And music, I like, we could talk about this forever. I know. We could talk um, about it forever. We really could. But I it, saw Oasis. Went to Oasis oh, and yes. the Foo Fighters. And I actually went to go see the police with Jay um, at whatever our football field is called. Sorry, I'm like some stadium football stadium um and saw the police and um we went to go see sting but my favorite part about seeing sting actually was annie lennox opened uh for him and, and for me that was like the best part of the concert no I mean, offense but your dad and i went and saw peter gabriel and sting and that was unbelievable. Like that yeah. was an unbelievable concert. And concerts. I, I forgot I forgot <laughs> that festival. I went to see you too. The oh, yeah, Lemon, that's right. you Lemon concert. And yeah, like I was I, I wasn't a huge fan, but then when you see them in concert, um it was uh, yeah, amazing. Um the Black but Keys Jay, didn't Jay and I Oh go ahead, what? The Black Keys. We oh, all yeah. went to that. Yes. Yeah, I really like the them. band that opened, no, I love the Black Keys, but the band that opened for them was, was, was pretty difficult. Yeah, it was, it was a little bit much, but um, I, Jay and I, um, a, a musician that Jay wanted to see more than anyone um, was Paul McCartney. Right. I forgot about and And so I let him pick the tickets, and I'm not going to do that ever again because I'll, I'll pick tickets because he, he, he's always very thrifty. He was yes, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna yes. make sure that this doesn't cost you a fortune. I'm like, man, we're okay. 
Anyway, we were up really high. It's considerable. Um, and you know what was really awful about it is we couldn't hear him for the first half of the concert. It was so off, and we're all like, and we were all so excited to, yeah. to see him. And then all of a sudden, it was like the sound came on, and he was amazing. It was he was so good, but we missed the first half, and that was like I was like, who's the sound guy? Like, do they not have people check? But maybe up as high as we were, they didn't check up there. Maybe. <laughs> But that made me so happy to be able to, to go and experience that with him because he is such a lover of music. Yeah. And he I was know. so concerned. And I'm like, no, man, like, next time I'm picking the tickets. Yeah. I got yeah. to go see Ryan Adams with Jay. Um, like Brian Adams? No, do not. He gets really upset. <laughs> <laughs> he gets, he actually, there was an incident at the folk fest where someone called him brian adams and it didn't go it didn't go well um very different artist yes very okay. very talented what is his name uh, uh it's ryan adams ryan not brian no not not brian <laughs> ryan chill chill man chill man people yeah. make mistakes yeah uh, right but but yeah it's it's one of those things that's that's i think haunted him through his entire career because he's a very different artist than that so but yeah it's um there's so many so many important musicians and music is just like yeah and it and it's funny like i'm starting to notice in my kids too like the emotional connection that you can yeah. develop with an artist like brody he really loves DJ Marshmallow, the oh. guy that wears like the white helmet and has like a smiley face with like yeah. yeah. I've seen I've seen his shirt, so don't know him. Right, right. So he loves Marshmallow, and so we listen to him a lot. And the other day, he he was sitting down and he's like, "I just really want to meet him," and he started to cry. And he's like, I just, like, I need to meet him. I want to go to his concert. Mom, can you take me? And I'm like, oh. you know, like, when you just feel yeah. that connection to their music and you just really, like, you just think they're incredible yeah, and you love what they're doing. Incredibly and, yeah. special about going to a concert. And right now we mm -hmm. can't do that. And no. I can't even imagine what it's like to be an artist. Uh, and it, there's so many, like, um, artists like I we had tickets to go see Fleetwood Mac um and never got to because they were sick so I went and I bought my my shirt I didn't actually go to the concert I was quite sad about that um but yeah it's it's just it's it is interesting because oh we Sarah and I went to see um um Tragically Hip the last concert mm -hmm. and that was like such a powerful and I remember kind of getting sad and Sarah's like mom he's doing what he wants yeah like he's doing it his way and I was like okay I know like it was it's just, so hard not to get emotional yeah totally. and it, but it, it was beautiful and powerful and it is true he got to do what he wanted and he had so many people like helping him because I mean he couldn't remember the words um like there was so much I didn't realize how many people it took to get that to happen for him and just how very very sick he was um but yeah it was it music is so powerful 
Uh, I remember going to see Justin Bieber and feeling so sad for him because he was like, at that point, he was done with what he, being a caged animal. Like he, he looked like he was this, um, he, he had an obligation, but it was like he was going through the motion and he, he was actually quite angry. But then when he did, oh, Celine Dion. Yep. Saw her too. Didn't you see her? Yeah. Um, but I, I remember feeling quite sad because he was so angry. Um, but yes, Celine Dion. Uh, she is amazing. I, uh, I went to her concert in more sparkly jeans because it was Celine. <coughs> but anyway, anywho, um, do you have like, um, like just a, a favorite moment, memory, um, mm. Well, I think really what's been coming up for me since we've been talking about concerts and stuff like that is just um, I loved uh, the opportunities I had to experience like festivals like the Folk Fest. Like that was huge. Um, just like that weekend for me was such a, a weekend of just stress release, just like feeling really um carefree because it's like it, they set up this like almost like village right there's mm -hmm. all this, these um shops and and different things and then there's all the the food trucks and then there's all the i know stages. i was just thinking of the green onion cakes oh my god and the frozen lemonade green onion cakes and the frozen lemonade hit it up every time um yeah. and the elephant ears um but yeah just so many oh, beautiful so beautiful memories um at that festival and that's when I was like young and in love too like Jay and I were together and we would Crazy we kids. would spend that weekend completely just the two of us in this little it was like a little microcosm it was this little village that was set up for the weekend and we had no outside responsibilities we took off work we were there for like four or five days yeah. um and we were volunteering, so we got to see the ins and outs. And it was just, like, such an immersive experience in music and this little community. And, and his family, have, his parents. His parents Yes, and his mom and dad and his sister always volunteered. And he grew up volunteering there, so it was, like, a big part of their family. They're very musical, very musical. Yeah. And, That's um, so good. Yeah, it, it, it was just a really amazing time, and I miss it so very much. I think a lot of people do. I can say for me, um, a concert and a memory that will probably be, because there's so so many favorites, but was um, in New York City. We went, your dad and I went to see Eric Clapton. And it was his last concert. Um, and we actually, it was lucky we got to see him because he was going to LA. He was only doing two concerts and he ended up not going. He was, he didn't feel good. So he didn't go, but he was amazing. But opening for him, was um, Gary Clark Jr. And I love Gary Clark Jr. Like, I love him. He is one of the best guitar players. Um, so that was like a happy, happy surprise. And it was in, um, in, the, in the, the rink, the arena, in uh, Madison Square Gardens, actually. Uh, and we had gone to see a hockey game there. And then we went and saw Eric Clapton. And it was just, it was better than what like it was better than i ever could have imagined yeah so, yeah so we hope yeah, that this i i know that it's drummed up some memories for you guys 
Hey, Megan, I know it's drummed up some memories for you guys, and we just suggest going and listening to the song, the soundtrack of your life. Uh, mine is hilarious. I, yeah, it, it goes all over the map, um, but yeah. just well, have I think some that's, fun. That's like a nice thing is like with music, you know, sometimes I think people tend to get super committed to one genre or they just like, that's just they're what they like and they don't want anything else other than that and that's fine but I think it's what's so great about music is it's so diverse and there's no rules and you can it can be so dependent on what you actually need to feel what you yeah, need in terms of energy in terms of like just the the type of input you need to help yourself in that moment and it's such so a good true. way to help you like get through things um and I think that's why we keep using like soundtrack to our lives because it's like you people go through so much stuff right and and it is it's it's um Variety's you know we could life. tie it we could tie it all into you know the things we've talked about with what what you're doing with grief recovery and people suppressing their emotions I think music is a really safe place for people to like truly feel the way that they feel and get lost in you know yeah um in that well like you said where the, people are they're singing what you it's like they they're reading your your mail yes. you know it's like it they, connects they know. us through our collective experiences because it actually i think it shows us how similar we are and we always feel like it's that we talk about this all the time how you feel like you're so alone in something or like you must be the only person having this experience yes. and i think music really shows us that like we all have very similar experiences and pain and loss and joy mm -hmm. and everything in between and it's really important to express that and to connect with others yeah, and I, th I think it's just important things. to get out there and, uh, yeah, just kind of listen to what, I mean, go back and listen to the stuff you used to listen to. It will bring back memories oh and joy. And, you know, we're, yeah. we're running out of time, uh, well, but I want to say so um, a song that I'm listening to right now, it's by uh, Miranda Lambert and Ellie King, and it's called Drunk. <laughs> and I don't, well, I don't, I don't drink, I don't really drink, but oh my gosh, it is like, I love the beat. I like, I know all the words. I have it cranked in my car and I'm singing it, but it just, it brings me joy. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this would be maybe when I was like 18, uh, maybe, yeah. probably 16 before I was really like, I mean, I know that wasn't legal, but anyway, back in those days. Um, but it's funny and I know, see, I love that song. <laughs> I've never heard it. I'm gonna have to listen to Bartender it. Bartender, take my keys. What do you want from me, baby? I'm drunk and I don't wanna go home. Yeah. Safety boom, first. Boom. boom. <laughs> take your keys. There you um, go. <laughs> I'll have to listen to it. I don't know what you're talking about. Ah. Just um, you'll like it. Okay, I will. I'll listen to it. Okay, but yeah, just one I, sec. Go ahead. No, I um I don't know what I was gonna say, but I love music and um I love dancing. And that's some oh shoot, you I just thought I got caught a glimpse of the rock there for a second <laughs> and then he disappeared and now I'm all like frazzled. Ooh, that's a creepy one. 
Pineapple. Okay. Um, music oh, is the best. Music will soothe the savage beast. Thank or ramp him up. God bless. See you guys next week. Maybe. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Bye.